everyone, it's Priya here and welcome back to the Systematic Podcast. Hi guys, it's Alicia here, hope you're doing well. We are excited to have you back and Alicia and I have a very powerful topic to share with you all today. So today we're going to be touching upon emotional intelligence and how to develop emotional intelligence it's such a huge topic you know even doing it in one episode will not give it enough justice but alicia and i are going to be covering the five aspects of eq now alicia what is emotional intelligence can you kindly give us your perfect dictionary answer yeah so it's really important to obviously understand what it is so you know um, how to develop it but emotional intelligence is the ability to understand use and manage your own emotions in positive ways and this is to really relieve stress communicate effectively empathize with others overcome challenges and diffuse conflict now emotional intelligence is really important because it helps you make yourself stronger and then allows you to build stronger relationships with other people it can help you to connect with your inner feelings which turns intention into action and also help you to make informed decisions about the things that really matter to you and that you most value definitely thank you alicia now the five aspects of eq the we're going to cover these in as much kind of depth and um you know the clarity that we want to portray what those areas are in terms of our perspective so the first one will be self-awareness now the second one i believe is self-regulation the third is motivation the fourth is empathy and the fifth is social skills the first one is self-awareness very very simple what is self-awareness the best place to start it is the ability to recognize an emotion as it happens now this is not looking back into the past or thinking about the future this is really about being in the present and most importantly being present with your emotions now we are human beings alicia probably agree (laughs) our emotions well we don't need to agree we know we are human beings but we also understand that we have emotions we have Um, We can go through a whole day and we can experience the whole season of emotions, just like the way you can experience the whole seasons within one day in London. So it's really understanding how you're feeling, what's your thoughts and what is your emotional um, standpoint in a particular point in the day. It's really tuning into your true feelings. Now, this is not about putting a facade on or putting or being fake to any extent but is evaluating them and then therefore once you've understood them then you can manage them now for me self-awareness is key number one the more you understand yourself the more you can really you know react in a way that's more true to yourself now we're going to give some examples but one thing that we wanted to go over is understanding that to embed and work on your self-awareness, you must reflect often. Now, this might be after a day. This may be after a meeting at work. This may be after anything. Reflect as often as you can. Now, if you're new to reflection, you know this is maybe a habit that you want to portray within your day. So it could be starting off by just reflecting weekly. Some questions that you can ask yourself, you know, how did the day go? How did the meeting go? How did X, Y, Z go? How did you feel? What was your emotional state? 
during that period. The key thing I love about reflect, reflection is you cannot lie to yourself. As much as you sit there and go, yeah, I've had a great day. That meeting was 10 out of 10, you know, from start to finish. But you know what the truth is. And I know, Leisha, you'll understand that. It's just making sure that if you're true to yourself, you yeah. can just be true to others. And it's important to know and evaluate what you're feeling and then understand, okay, how do I actually want to feel? How am I going to change my perspective of things? Am I going to be grumpy about something that I can't control? Or should I just kind of, in a way, suck it all up and be like, you know what? No, I'm better than this. Um, it's something that I can't control. Why am I letting myself be upset about it? Why am I letting... Um, my emotions control me I want to be able to control my emotions so it's important to recognize your own emotions but also to understand what effect it has on yourself but what effect it has on other people around you too and it's thinking about you know maybe when you've had an argument or you've had some confrontation with family or a friend or a partner for example it's going to affect your confidence um, and it will just affect the environment you're in. You want to be able to sort of train your mind to keep your confidence high. Um, And this touches upon resilience, which was our previous episode on how to, you know, build and maintain resilience within within ourselves (laughs) so that we can continue to have a positive outlook. Brilliant. I really like that. And self-confidence is all about sureness, about your self-worth and capabilities. And that's how self-awareness and self-confidence are heavily linked. So we wanted to share six examples of how to increase your self-awareness. So the first one is pay attention to what bothers you about other people. Now this is really important because you'll notice what other people do that bothers you is normally a self-reflection it's a it's uh it's like a mirror you're looking at yourself and um when you're maybe criticizing someone or being negative towards someone it's because you feel that way it's not necessarily them so it's important to understand that so you can learn more about yourself yeah i like that one and the second one is to meditate on your mind so for me this just means slowing down taking out that time where you're not even in this current period that we're living through, you know, through the pandemic, you maybe still have a mind that is very rushed and it's not been slowed down. So silence your thoughts. Get to know yourself in complete silence because one ethos that I strongly believe in, you know, you're in this world. You might be amongst family, friends, but let's face it, you're on, you're in this world alone and you're going to, you know, go alone. It's, it's that reality, yeah. isn't it, you know? you're with your thoughts the most than anyone or anything in the world what's the third leash so the third one is to identify your emotional kryptonite and that's to identify what makes you weak is there something that is more like triggers what's triggering you to have a specific emotional state and identify that so you know what you can do to stay away from things like that or maybe put things in place that are not going to trigger those type of emotions and in order to work out what your emotional kryptonite oh gosh kryptonite let's get the, the english right is to make time to clarify and understand your values For me, everything begins and ends at that point. Now, Alicia and I have done value assessments in the past. And the best way to do this is you can literally Google values and it's going to come up with a list of words, literally a page full of words. These will have words like respect, integrity, 
you know, all of that good stuff. And then all you need to do is, is filter through that list. You might have, I know Alicia and I have done yeah. it where it's been like a hundred words and you're literally overwhelmed, but you will pick out what means the most. Then you'll pick 10 words. Your goal is to get to your top 10. And then is to break it down even more. Go to five. I would personally recommend three. I think three top values is something that you can remember, you can grasp onto. What do you think? Yeah, because sometimes you might see a few words on that list, which kind of mean the same thing. um, Or they're sort of in a umbrella. You might look at love, compassion, as the same thing kindness as the same thing so you can sort of mix it into one value but i would say yeah top three is a good place to start and then once you've identified those three top values now you understand what means the most to you and any time where those three the way i look at it is like a weighing scale but with three with three parts of the weighing scale (laughs) yeah so what happens is if those go off balance or if one is heavily impacted and if anything affects your emotional stability is because those three have gone, one's gone lopsided. Yeah. And then you'll understand what really impacts you. A really good example is you may not like it when someone will, you know, shouts at you or speaks really rudely to you. This may really go down to the value of respect. Respect is so important to you. You know, you want to be spoken to with genuine respect, you know, the body language and everything. When that is not achieved, when you're not getting that from uh, from that individual, then that side is going to go lopsided. The reason why you're impacted, because deep down it's affected your core values. Yeah. And that's really going to help you understand yourself more. Because everyone has different core values. You know, if there's someone who's not very respectful of your time, or that, you know, they're on time, give or take five minutes, mm-hmm. you're very punctual, for example. This is example when you're working for someone and yeah. they're like, you were three minutes late to work. <laughs> and you were like, oh, it's only three minutes. But that three minutes could Could be mean something to the other person. That could be one of their core values is accountability. So it helps you understand yourself, but it also will help you understand other people have values too. You know, everybody has their own core um, values. Another way to really help you is to draw a timeline of your life and, you know, put those maybe major achievements, those happy moments, those memories that you have throughout your childhood, those exciting things that have happened throughout your sort of educational life and then maybe your career. And what stands out to you there? What were your happy moments? What did you enjoy doing? What were those highlights? And that will also help you kind of assess your values, what you think is most important to you based on how your life has been so far. Yeah. And the last point is ask for feedback and you know, take it well, make sure it's constructive, but also be careful who you ask feedback from. Um, You may be going to someone who may not be looking at you in the best of light. So just be just be considerate of that, because I know there's a list of people that I would happily go and get feedback from. And then there's a list that I wouldn't even consider. So that's for me is really, really important. So just kind of summing up self-awareness, It really is about self-confidence as well. I think they're heavily linked, as I mentioned before. And one last exercise that I love to do is I love to make a list of all my personal qualities and traits. And really for me to just spend that time understanding myself. And this might sound a little bit weird, but literally get a pen and paper and write down what makes you, you. This could be all of your good um, traits, you know, your kindness, 
what the way you think, the way you behave with your family, all of this good stuff. I think this is great to do on a day where it's like raining outside, like super cloudy, but you want to just get to know yourself a little bit more. There's so much beauty in that process. I absolutely love doing it. It's like complimenting yourself. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. (laughs) That's true. I mean, I compliment you a lot as a sister, don't I? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So um, that was self-awareness. Now, the second aspect of EQ is self-regulation. And this is something I guess I touched upon a little earlier, but it's you will often have little control over when you experience emotions. Yes, now we're going to move on to self-regulation. It's like, you know, when you were in your science class and you had to learn about regulating the temperature for that perfect plant to grow you know you've got to give it the right environment yeah you know the soil sunlight all that good stuff so now we need to regulate ourselves so we actually have um little control over when you experience emotions um like alicia mentioned we have triggers sometimes it's completely out of our control it's just the way or the way i look at it is all your upbringing all your experience to date will enable you to react to a certain situation because of all of that history and you do have a say in how long an emotion will last now this is where it's this is like a true skill is actually an art form when you're feeling sad can you say to yourself okay you know why am i feeling this way do I want to feel this way a little bit longer? I know this is so concrete and it feels like it's easier said than done, but we, as the way our mind is, we have full control on actually how long anything will last. So what a good way to kind of work on this with yourself is maintaining standards of honesty and integrity with yourself. Just start from the core. So this may be sticking to your own word, with your family, friends, work colleagues, you're in a position where you're kind of create that full holistic image where you're literally redefining yourself because you're able to monitor how you feel, you're able to stick to your own word. I think that's such a great place to start because I think a lot of people that are unable to self-regulate is because they're not able to stick to what they actually say and that can be a bit flustered. I hope that really yeah. translates well. I think for me, self-regulation is all about how you're dealing with things and it's it's personal. How are you regulating something? And the main thing when it comes to EQ or you know emotional intelligence is having minimal recovery time. And this is quite a big topic that you probably go into a lot more detail. But what that really means is, you know, something happens, there's an incident, as a situation, whether it's at work, at home, whatever it is, you're not happy with that situation or it is driving those emotions yeah. inside you to come out. So you might be angry, you might be getting a little bit flustered, frustrated, annoyed, upset, is then realizing, and this is something that I've heard a lot of people say, if it's not going to matter in five years time, then don't spend more than five minutes sort of dwelling on it. And it just goes to show some things might not be out of control. It might not be a big deal. It might not be a big issue. In the moment, it always tends to be and our emotions get really high, but it's really about understanding, okay, is this going to impact my life? Am I going to let it impact my life and therefore reduce your recovery time? It's just kind of like, that's it, on to the next one. Let's just move on. We've got better things to be doing. (laughs) We've got a lot more um, 
things to be focusing on. So you want to basically drown out that negativity and make sure it's more positive. Everybody has those moments where they're not positive. No one can be 100% positive all the time. We all have negative thoughts. It's natural. We're humans. But how much time are we spending on those negative thoughts? We need to have a higher ratio of positivity than it comes to negative So I'm going to be a a spanner in the works and I'm going to say, yes, it's such an easy thing to say. You know, it's, you know, don't let it impact you because to be honest, God knows where we're going to be in five years time. But yes, that shouldn't take up too much. I think the key message is the time it takes up because you're wasting away energy, you're wasting away your life. But this is all in hindsight. So for me, I'm the type of person that feels like if you feel a certain way, do not try to avoid it. Now, I know, I don't know how you feel about this leash, but I just feel like if you are angry or you're upset about something, feel that emotion. You know, don't try and cover it up. Don't be untrue to yourself and then therefore being untrue to others. They should know how you feel after a certain situation. It shouldn't be like a mystery. You know, we're one thing that we have as humans, we love this human topic. It's all about the homo sapiens. <laughs> but if we're feeling a certain way, we can communicate and we do that by you know communication why should we hide away from that so i totally agree it shouldn't take up too much time for example you need you know a couple of hours to really sink in and and feel that emotion and then you feel fine that's i think that's great don't make it last a day yeah exactly you don't want to drag it (laughs) yeah don't, don't again this is everyone goes through different situations differently but for me i love feeling the emotion because when i truly feel the emotion i understand myself more yeah and it becomes a defining moment for me and i love that because i think our life is all about our defining moments and that's what makes up who we are whenever we think about a situation it's our memories that are so important you know when we're happy we're also thinking of other happy memories exactly and then when we're sad we're thinking about other sad memories so it's just a big collection a virtual photo album yeah but it is really important about having it as minimal as possible so that you can understand and determine how to bounce back and there's various ways to do that so just to wrap up the self-regulation um first of all don't ignore it don't push away your emotions you want to embrace them and give yourself permission to release feelings of various emotions And then secondly is to change your mindset. So, you know, in the middle of a bad day, you might want to, you know, stop and think, okay, do I want to feel like this for the rest of the day or can I quickly change my mindset? And there's various ways you can do to help you with that, whether it's reading something positive, speaking to somebody who's going to uplift your mood, or maybe listening to a positive audio or a podcast. Listen to us, guys. (laughs) The third one is to connect to recalibrate so when you are having a bad day it is important to spend some time alone and connect with yourself but also you might want to connect with somebody else who just recalibrate your emotional level yes and alicia the fourth one is treat yourself be nice to yourself you may just want to be um you know have that pamper time i feel like if you are in that state where your day isn't going the way you want it to go give yourself a little treat this is not have a chocolate because this is what I want to do but do something a lot more which will be aligned with your other kind of health goals as well and the last one is put it behind you it is history you've got to be able to move on and you know onwards and upwards but also also look at it as a learning curve so if it is a certain emotion that you felt see how you can learn from it so you're not in that same position again 
especially if it's very detrimental to your EQ, because it's all about building your EQ. Now, moving swiftly onwards, the third aspect is motivation. This is a key characteristic of someone who's got a high EQ. They have that optimism of life. They're pursuing a goal or goals and ambitions persistently despite any obstacles, setbacks that they may be experiencing. So I actually feel that this particular aspect is a whole topic on its own. You know, what motivates you? What's your goal? What keeps you going? And also understanding that no one else can motivate you apart from yourself. I'm a firm believer of... I don't really believe in external motivation. I just believe in internal. It's all about self-motivation. You can get inspired by others, which is the most beautiful thing. You know, if someone can inspire you, that's especially to make a positive action, that's a beautiful uh, you know, gesture of kindness that anyone can do. But when it comes to motivation, it's all about what you want to achieve. You do not need to care about left, right, you know, center, what's going on. It's just about what you're focusing on. So understand your one year, three year, five year and 10 year goals. This is very much prominent within the personal development space. Goal setting is a huge part. But the only way it will boost your EQ is because you know where you're going. Yeah. So once you know where you're going, you will be less likely to be steered away. Exactly. So people with a strong EQ know what they want to accomplish and they do not get steered by other people's opinions and thoughts now for me i'm very very proud to say that my mindset has always been that i'm unable to compare myself to anyone this has helped me at university a lot because i wouldn't look at anyone else's grades and and marks i was just focusing on what i was doing the effort i was putting in and the outcome i was getting so from that from a young age i always like to say the tender age of university years where you're literally forging and formulating your personality one thing I love doing is putting my eyes off everyone else and just putting it on me understanding what I'm doing and understanding what motivates me you know for me I wanted to do well at university why because I value education but most importantly it's it was at the same time working on my EQ I was one of those I'm definitely one of those individuals that couldn't be peered pressured into anything I had such a strong willpower and it's for me it's something I always work on because it's the stronger your EQ the stronger you will stand your ground and the less likely someone like Alicia will come (laughs) along and say you know let's go and do this instead of that or let's go and eat a big fat burger instead of doing this so it's it's really important I think it's such a EQ is is such a important part of your life I think we should be working on it when you're when we're much younger it should be reinforced and and enforced by your parents that raise you to the teachers that educate you yeah definitely and I think we could probably go into a lot more detail when it comes to motivation and you know goal setting but we're going to save that for a later episode so if you're interested in hearing that you know leave us a comment and let us know that you'd like to hear about that but we'd want to now move swiftly on to the fourth aspect of emotional intelligence which is empathy and what that really means is it's the ability to recognize how people feel So we believe the more skillful you are at discerning the feelings behind other people's signals, you know, their body language, their tone of voice, and even what they're exactly saying, but that will help you um, better control the signals that you then send out to them. It's really about understanding other people so that you can then make sure you're being um, empathized 
Yeah. Is that, oh, is that how you say it? Oh, you're empathetic. Empathetic, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that totally makes sense. And for me, it's empathy is such is so useful in terms of leadership yeah. when you're developing other people you should be able to sense what other people need to progress to you know enhance their abilities the best leaders out there are the ones that focus on you right now and yeah. also your future aspiration and future desired state um this is where a lot of there's a lot of kind of articles and written documents about how the senior level of management that's out there needs to be have a higher eq because when you're a leader you're not just you know taking forward an organization you're also taking a whole army of people People, yeah and that's really really powerful it's important to really work on those people skills and something to really help with that would be to understand different personalities yeah there's quite a few books that we could recommend where you get to really delve in so there's like the disc profile there's personality plus my favorite is the personality yeah i like personality plus because it goes through um I believe it's four personalities, but you get to really ask good questions about yourself and you could do it with a friend um, and make it like a little thing to do. But it really helps you understand what type of personality you have and then what other personalities they are and how's the best way forward with those types of people. How can you understand those people better? So that I think is really important when you want to develop others, especially when it comes to leadership. It's really not about you. It's really about the other person. How can I make this person grow? What can I do to make this person feel comfortable with me so they're able to open up so that you know i can help them improve yeah and it's really interesting because this one is you know it's empathy but you you can't you can empathize with yourself but you most likely will do it with other people but yet it will affect your eq yeah, i think that's so exactly be- it's very beautiful like it's how you um you know able to help other people will allow you to help yourself as well which is which is great so that is empathy done and also it's just most importantly is reading behind the words and also alicia's already said this picking up the body language but also understanding that someone might say you know i'm feeling great this is this is wonderful but you for some you know you have that gut feeling you're like you know what this person is not something's not sitting right yeah they might be giving all those crystal perfect answers but you're just like no you know one plus one isn't two here it's (laughs) 11 and it's, it's a lot more than what's coming your way I always and I and I always find this percentage is quite interesting where they say body language is actually worth more than the words you say. Yeah, definitely. So we're living in a virtual world right now where it is pretty much video. It is, yeah. So have that video on guys. You're on that Zoom meeting, you know, have your video on because I feel like there's so much that you can say through your body language to the speaker or the you know or to the meeting than you can ever actually say yourself. It's it's a very interesting um, way to be conducting meetings, but let's roll on to the fifth point. So the fifth aspect, which I think goes very smoothly, is social skills, and particularly people skills, and how important they are so that we can understand and empathise, negotiate with other people. And it really comes down to quite a, a few basic things, and the first one being communication. You know, you want to make sure that you're sending out clear messages, whether it's, you know, verbally, visually, on social media, written, 
whatever form of communication that you have in different aspects of your life, how are we communicating? What are our skills in that? And everyone can be like, yeah, I'm a great communicator. And that's a, you know, a very big question that you get asked in interviews. It's like a, it's just a common question and people will always believe and think that they're great communicators. But are we? You know, really sit down and think, do I communicate well? And it's not just about speaking verbally. Am I an effective listener? Am I able to stop speaking for a bit and actually listen to what the other person's saying, but not just listen so that I can answer something next, but actually listen to how they're feeling and what they were, what they're trying to say and what they're trying to share. Definitely. And the way you do this is by living in the present. Yeah. Now, this is a challenge that I have. I, I feel like I can multitask, like a multitasking queen. That's not even good for you. Yeah, but that's, that's another topic that's on its own. Topic. But what I love is, sometimes I'm talking to someone and then I'm on my laptop, especially for work. I'm trying to do two things at once. And let's face it, you can only put your attention in one area. It's scientifically proven. Uh, our brain cannot actually multitask. It's not actually possible. So I love how you've mentioned that point because sometimes when you're communicating and understand, understanding what you're saying, don't bulk it up with other activities. Yeah. Do one thing at a time because that's going to help you identify and build up your EQ. Because if you're all over the place, then that's the, probably the reason why you don't know where your emotional quotient is. You don't know, you know, you can go online and do an assessment and understand where you stand within you know the way you can do an iq test you can do an eq test it's all out there information is there but having that kind of clarity of thought is is a blessing you know you can't buy peace of mind but you can you can buy everything else so the next one is leadership this i love this and i've already mentioned this you know the leaders of the world have prominent and strong eqs it is about inspiring and guiding groups of people this is, it is about enhancing your growth of network and the, you know, the people around you. So what I love about leadership is you're only going to follow a, re- a leader because they inspire you. Um, there's, there's no other, other reason why you yeah. would. You know, if you think about your workplace or your sphere of your main um, work that you do, are you inspired by someone? Is there, within your leadership team at work, is there any inspiration? If there isn't that's a big wake-up call and that's something I've had where I realized it's really important to understand where you get your inspiration from and if you're in the right place as well I think that's, mm. that's critical what's next leash so f- social skills is heavily built on um, how you are able to develop bonds with other people so nurturing um, those relationships and being an approachable person um, if someone has a question, whether it's in your team at work, whether it's within your family, your friend circle, they feel that they can come to you and speak to you about something and they're able to ask a question and not feel like you will judge them or, you know, just feel like you're not going to get any help from them. So it's really important in helping people to understand how other people um, build bonds what are we doing to increase that social skill of ours those people skills and one book that i'd like to recommend is how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie and that really goes into how to really have those good people skills you know everybody likes talking about themselves and sharing the things that they like. And that book teaches some great points on how you can really have good friendships, good relationships 
within work, within your business, within your friends and family circles, and how you can really work on that so that you're developing those social skills, which will, which is one of those skills that's going to take you far in life. And unfortunately, these things we weren't taught at school. Yeah, I don't remember taking up an EQ course or an EQ module. There's so much focus on IQ, but it's EQ that... Really counts. Yeah, yeah, I think it genuinely really counts. And the last point is having having within within social skills, it's a collaboration, that cooperation. When you're working with others towards a shared goal, it's bigger than yourself. And as a person with a strong EQ, you can stand your ground but also contribute. Because that's what life's all about. You know, you can do so much for yourself, but I always feel like you'll do so much more for someone else than sometimes you do for yourself. It's it's crazy out there but um what i love about eq and once again alicia and i have kind of gone over the five aspects at extreme high level because there's books and books and and many many more books written on this topic alone and for me i know that you you know you may be listening and thinking you know what have i even thought about my eq you may be unconsciously completely be really strong in this area and you may not even know it because it's just a part of who you are as part of your life but I always feel like I love and respect the people that are very much strong in the EQ department because so much easier to get along with they're a lot more professional and they're also very you know when you're talking with them you know where you stand in terms of what their mindset is there's no blurred lines there's not there's no confusion so you can just imagine how important this is as a leader you know you don't want to be someone who's unable to grasp and be in control of your emotions now when we're talking about emotions it doesn't mean if you're emotional you do not have a strong eq Mm. that's another flip coin flip side of it some people think you know what I'm, i'm crying when i'm watching you know something something really sad on tv but that doesn't necessarily color you know align what's the correlate correlate you know that graph it doesn't correlate to have you know being weaker in that area what for me what it shows is if you're able to display your emotions firstly you're more confident in who you are because let's face it if you want to cry you should just cry and if you want to laugh loudly you should be able to laugh loudly without thinking about what others think but it also shows a lot of self-respect because the more you're able to portray how you feel i feel like as as humans we can just get things done faster yeah the example i i say to alicia you know you, you know when we done that episode you know we were recording you did this you, you know i didn't i didn't like this it's being upfront and being genuine because rather than being shady about it um, you're more upfront, and then therefore, I just feel like you'll progress further because yeah. you'll get more done. <laughs> you'll get more done, and it'll just put you in that right f- direction because people who have a strong and high IQ, um, they really, they really know what they want. They know who they are as an individual and what they want out of life, what value they want to bring to the world, and the impact they want to have. Therefore, they will be more successful. So we really hope that. The five aspects that we've covered have given you a flavor of EQ, how to develop it, but we are going to summarize it. So the first aspect of EQ is self-awareness. So this is the ability to recognize an emotion as it happens. And this is something that you're going to have to sort of delve into on a more personal level and find out the ways that you're able to pick out what emotions you're feeling and really reflect on what has happened. Excellent. Number two is self-regulation. 
what are you doing to um, bounce back in essence what's your mechanisms that you have in place to make sure that you're able to be uh, be in a particular emotion but not stay in that emotion for a length of time exactly thirdly is motivation you know are you someone who can keep themselves motivated or are you relying on an external source it's really about um, drilling into what motivates you as a person and are you going to get let other people impact your motivation or get steered from what your goals are so we will go into this in, in another session definitely the fourth is empathy are you able to recognize how people feel is this something that you're able to pick up in the way they're talking to you the signals that you're getting and then how do you react how can you be more empathetic towards them and lastly um, is social skills so these are people skills are you able to um, understand how other people are what their personalities are like but even if you're not are you willing to learn in that area you know learn how to better understand other individuals develop those nurturing bonds and be more approachable as a person so that you have a more collaborative approach towards your vision i really like that so i hope you guys have enjoyed the content we've covered i actually look forward to doing an eq you know volume two because i think there's so much that we can talk about and as always we hope that you've taken away some actionable points things that you can implement straight after listening to this episode and you know if you feel like there's any questions something that you may not be sure about feel free to reach out to us through instagram we are at systematic underscore and definitely leave a comment review for us share it with other people and we will speak to you i was going to say see you we'll speak to you in our next episode take care everybody and keep safe bye